Change happens when we don't necessarily stay fixated on the the problem. Now we can recognize the problem and it's good to assess the problem and know the problem. But if we get so stuck on the problem, then we don't see the solution. We were discussing this this past weekend. An orphan becomes a son when he gets introduced into a family. He doesn't necessarily become a family member just because he realizes he's an orphan, but he actually gets put into an environment where he gets to see what family is. And then the change happens because he's immersed in the, the new culture. A person without means or, or a poor person, we could say, gets a spirit of poverty off of them when they run into generosity. I, when I was thinking about this particular point this morning, the Lord reminded me of a, of a phrase that I hear people say, and I'm probably going to offend some of you. And I'm sorry, not sorry. Somebody said that yesterday. If I hear the term, I'm on a fixed income again, I'm going to get pissed. You're not on a fixed income. If you operate and live in God's economy, you are not on a fixed income. And if that's been your confession, get rid of that. Because you are only as fixed as you allow yourself to be. An entitled person gets free when thankfulness settles on them. So how do we get out of fear? We, we run into truth, which sometimes feels like I don't even believe what I'm reading. But we run into it and we, we run into love because we know the perfect love drives out fear. So what have we learned from the last couple of years as I mentioned the, the great reset? I would, I, there's something that I would like you to do that will, that will help us to discover that. I'd love for you to get out your phone and some of you that, or your notepad and many of you are like, I don't want to do that. Please don't say that. Just do it. Get out your phone, get out your notepad. This is 100% participation. And what I would like you to do is I would like you to, in your phone or your notepad that you have in front of you, answer the question, what have you learned in the last two years? Don't think too hard. I don't, you don't need to write a book. What have you learned in the last two years? If you're at home and you're listening, do it now. What have you learned in the last two years? What did you learn in 2020 and 2021?
I, I begin to make a list of the things that I felt like I have learned in the last couple of years. And it was way more than I thought as I begin to think back on where we've come. I would love, this is the difficult part, I, I really want to hear what a few of you have to say. Scary. So Scott and Chris, if you could grab microphones real quick, and we're just going to go around the room for a five minutes or so, and I, I want really quick, okay? Because I want to hear a, several, so like 20, 30 seconds at the most. Just want to hear what you've learned in the last two years. Who, who's got something? Go ahead. Go ahead and stand if you have something. That way we just know to come to you, okay? You guys are amazing. Good. Lisa? Being flexible is critical to survival. Being flexible is critical to survival. Okay. Letting go of outcomes even if you think you did everything right. Letting go of the outcomes even if you think you've done everything right. Lines like that, um, not to be disappointed when the road goes this way and I wanted it to go that way. Not to be disappointed when you have expectations on how you think things are going to go. Okay, good. Self-control, physical boundaries, and um, physical and emotional boundaries, as well as learning to be okay with the innocence of uncertainty. Okay, good. Go ahead. I despise intolerance and judgment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's two left. Go ahead. Either one. Either one's oh, good. They're both going to talk. Shall I go now? Yeah. Hi. Um, I learned that, am learning, that God wants to do good to me. Oh, wow. Wait, God is absolutely good, and I have upgraded my understanding of my authority in him. Troy. Scott, share with what you've learned. Um, uh, how important abiding and intimacy with the Lord is. I knew you'd have something good. Good job. Troy. The value of our freedoms that were handed to us by previous generations. Ooh. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I've, I've, got, I've got too long a list, but I think my favorite one here is that we're not subject or limited by our surroundings in the world because God is not just bigger than that. And he's not just with us, but he's for us. Mm -hmm. I, I learned rest and how to truly rest in, in Christ and, and his word and his truth. And um, in that I found peace, his peace. Wow. Anybody else? Those are all really good. Yeah. Uh, to declare God's promises instead of begging him for what he already said yes to. All right. So <laughs> thanks, guys. Who's grateful for what you've learned the last two years? Who enjoyed the package of how you had to learn what you were what you learned. 
I, I spoke this a few weeks or months ago, probably Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, for my thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are not your ways. And it doesn't mean we can't come into agreements with God's thoughts because we know that we can, Jesus said, but you have the mind of Christ. But did you think that one year ago, almost probably to the day, I can't remember exactly when, that uh, a new president came in. Did you think that one year ago that there would be this wholesale exposure of hell's agenda for our nation? How did that feel then if that wasn't like your first choice? How disappointed were you? How upset were you? How do you feel now? Do you have more hope than you did a year ago? A lot more hope? Do you feel like the, just what the enemy has been doing has just been so exposed in the last year? Are you grateful for that? Did you like the package of how that was delivered? (laughs) Did you understand what was happening a year ago? Did you have a clue that the exposure of the agenda of hell would be so obvious in the last year? I think it's good sometimes to look back and see that what we thought and what we didn't understand, that God was just so in the middle of it. God so uses the unlikely to prune us. <laughs> 